Welcome to this edition of Vision Loss, How Others Have Coped With It, brought to you by Ayers LA. I'm Joe Yurka. Today I'll be reading you an article about an unfortunate misunderstanding over a guide dog in a Texas restaurant. The article is titled Dogfight by Crystal McCoy. It's from the Copperas Cove, Texas, Leader Press, May 29, 2009. A new resident in Copperas Cove is considering legal action after being forcefully removed from a local restaurant. Nanette Ballou lost her sight 11 years ago due to multiple eye traumas. She's assisted by Rusty, a white Berger de Picard, or French sheepdog, who was trained at Leader Dogs for the Blind in Rochester, Michigan. While she does have limited vision in her right eye, similar to looking through a straw, she can't process depth of field or see anything other than what she is directly looking at. Also, any change in lighting, like moving from indoors to outdoors, causes her total blindness for five to ten minutes until her eyes adjust. He protects me, Baloo said about Rusty. He keeps me from bumping into things and from tripping over curbs. But it's still scary to walk places like parking lots where not everyone is paying attention and I don't have any peripheral vision to rely on. On Thursday, May 7th, after picking up Rusty from the dog groomers, Baloo and Rusty, along with her daughter and two grandchildren, went to Taco Bell. The family placed their order, picked up their food, and was about to eat when Cynthia, a night manager, approached their table and asked, Is that a seeing eye? Baloo recalled. No, he's a guide dog, a leader dog, Baloo said to correct the manager. Baloo said not all guide dogs are seeing eyes. It depends on what school they go to, and her dog went to the leader dog school. It's like calling an A&M student a longhorn, she said. I was trying to educate her that there are more kinds of guide dogs than just seeing eye, but she had no part of it. The manager told Baloo the health department would shut them down if they saw the dog in the restaurant and then asked for identification for the dog as a guide dog. Baloo showed her the special harness Rusty wears, identifying him as a leader dog, and stood her ground as she began to feel harassed. The manager said she was going to call the cops, and Baloo said, Go ahead, save me the call. Six Copperas Cove police officers in three patrol cars arrived on the scene. When the police arrived, Baloo said they did not identify themselves, and the first officer, whose name was never given, told her, Lady, you and the dog have to get out. She told the officer Rusty is a service dog and Texas law allows him to be with her. She showed him a law book she carries with her with all the state and federal laws for the blind across the country, but said the officer would not look at it. She told the officer she just moved to Copperas Cove and said she can't believe they don't know what the law is. She said the officer told her, Welcome to Copperas Cove. If you don't like our laws, leave. She said the same officer told her, you don't look blind, because she was looking at him while he spoke to her. She said it's common courtesy in the visual world to look at someone when they speak to you, and you don't have to be sighted to do so. A second officer on scene, Corporal Shane Kieltica, did read her law book, she said, because she believes he understood she was trying to defuse the situation. When the first officer approached me, it flustered me, she said, but I stood my ground. 
Her daughter, Jennifer Warden, said when the police arrived, they crowded around the table, making it difficult for them to leave like they were being told. One of the officers also followed Warden to her car, speaking in a confrontational voice while blocking her in the corner of her car's open door. Ballou said we felt closed in, Warden said. There was me, a ten-year-old and a nine-year-old, and a blind woman with her dog. How dangerous did we look? They did everything short of calling in the SWAT team and spreading us out on the ground like an episode of cops. Her oldest child, age ten, has cerebral palsy and said the incident has had a negative impact on her trust in the police and how disabled people are treated. Warden, who said the police have been called before because of her mother's guide dog, said this is the first time they were treated this way. All the other times, the police said they were allowed to stay, she said. She didn't do anything but make us the victim, she said about the police. Warden said her husband is being stationed at Fort Hood, but after this incident said her family will look for a place to live in Belton or Harker Heights. We weren't impressed at all with the attitude the people in Copperas Cove have, especially the police department, Warden said. If we're not living on base, we need to know we can rely on the police department, and that was a big no. Now Baloo, an advocate for the blind, is searching every avenue available to her to make sure this does not happen again. She said she's afraid this incident has labeled her as a troublemaker by everyone who saw the incident. Everyone who drove by and saw me and my very identifiable dog doesn't know what happened, she said. In a way, I was slandered across the community as a troublemaker. I'm very vocal about what happened because I want the public to know the laws that protect my civil rights were not protected by the police department or Taco Bell. Ballou contacted the police department several times to speak with police chief Tim Olmes, but said he wouldn't return phone calls. Another officer did eventually speak with her and take a report filing official charges against the Taco Bell manager for non-access. Baloo said she could have also pressed charges for interfering with a service animal's job and for harassment, but has not. She then contacted the district attorney's office where an assistant told her this is a civil matter and they don't handle those cases. She told them it is not a civil matter and she said he repeated several times, we're not going there, and then hung up. She has also called city attorney Charles Zeck and left a message, but has not heard back from him. Everyone at the city has shut me off, she said. They're afraid I might sue. I don't like to fight. If the police chief had made them apologize, I probably would have dropped all of this. She said she just wants to see the laws enforced. She also said there are grants available through the ADA Civil Rights Section of the United States Justice Department for entities to have someone come in and teach them ADA laws. City Manager Andrea Gardner said, The city's policy is not to comment on ongoing investigative matters and would not answer questions about the city's ADA training or this incident. Lieutenant Danny Austin said the file on this case is still open and could not release information without an open records request. The request was sent to the Copperas Cove Police Department earlier this week. The file has not yet been received. The May 7th police blotter has no report of an incident at Taco Bell. Taco Bell representative Don Barton has also been contacted by the leader press office about the incident. He said he would send a prepared statement by email. 
The statement was not received by press time. Texas law on service animals states any violations of a person's right to use a guide dog is guilty of a misdemeanor and is punishable by a fine of not less than $300 or no more than $1,000. They know they stepped over the line, Ballou said. They are just hoping it will go away. That's the end of this edition of Vision Loss, How Others Have Coped With It. This podcast is for the sole use of our blind, low vision, and print-impaired listeners. Any other use is prohibited. I'm Joe Yurka. Thank you for listening.